0: ourselves all right three two one don't do it yet <laughs> are we gonna introduce ourselves we're gonna have the little intro yep and then you're gonna say I'm Mackenzie Weber yep. <sighs> two <laughs> two girls one small town yep podcast hold on. <coughs>
1: three
2: two. One. Hey, Jeannie.
0: Good morning, Kenzie. What's going on? Not
2: much. How was your weekend? It was so good. I'm so happy. So um, we have Rally this weekend.
0: And I'm pretty excited about that. Me
2: too. I believe all the hotels are full. We're going to have tons of people in town. And Parade I'm, on Friday, yeah. the rally cars, the residents really me look forward Green to that. Meet and Friday night as well. Oh, so, is that at Elks Park? That is at the car museum. Car museum. At okay. 6 o'clock, I a believe. A great place to host that. I agree. So, we have a special guest here today.
0: Everybody in <laughs> Rangeley knows it. <laughs>
2: Frank Hewitt.
0: Welcome, Frank. <laughs> hey, Frank.
1: <laughs> Thanks, ladies. I, I didn't know why you would want someone like me on this, but... <laughs> I will I'll do my best not to embarrass you too bad.
2: Oh uh, well, well thank you.
0: Well, what did Grace tell you before you left home?
1: The last thing she said is be careful what you say because this will be out there.
0: You know
2: what, Frank? I want you to just be off the walls and have fun with us. So. And we told him,
0: just be Frank, and you yeah. know what that means. Yeah.
1: That means there may be some things said that I might regret later. <laughs>
0: We're excited about that, Frank.
2: Well, thank so. you. Um, but we love you, Frank. We think you're a we good We do human. love you, Frank. You're yep. a good
0: human, and you're one of our favorite people in Rangeley. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much. Yep. And you owe us a lunch sometime. That's so. right. I will. you got to get off of that ranch out there that you bought, that cabin, and, and come back to town occasionally.
1: Uh, oh, we're headed up there after this is over, and we will be there for two days. I will be stretching barbed wire again i did six miles this weekend with oh, my God. son wow. and one of his friends and it's been pretty intense and as you can see by my arms i'm pretty beat up and cut up but
2: yeah.
1: once we get it done maybe we can start enjoying it
2: well, It i've seen the pictures it looks beautiful well thank you so how many miles total have you are it, you going to put up
1: of actual wire will be mm-hmm. probably about 10 and a half miles. It's wow. 2.6 miles mm-hmm. area I'm fencing, but figure four strands per mile. So that's a lot. A lot.
2: Mm-hmm. But you're having fun
0: doing it.
1: I won't go that far. I, that might be an outright <laughs> lie.
0: <laughs> so, Frank, you uh, you are from Missouri, correct? That is correct. And you moved to northwest Colorado when? Rangsley. <laughs>
1: I moved here in January of 78.
0: Wow. And what brought you here?
1: A job. Okay. I ran into a guy back in Missouri who had been in Rangeley working in the oil field and told me how much money he was making. Mm -hmm. And Grace and I were just about to be married and uh, we moved out here together. We got married on March the 3rd and hauled all our worldly possessions in about a 12 or 14 foot U-Haul behind my car and moved out here and lived in a little bitty dumpy trailer for a couple of months (laughs) so we could buy one. There was no housing available at that time. And so we've been here since 78.
2: Wow, And now wow. you have the Hewitt compound. <laughs>
0: that's what everybody in town calls it, Frank, the Hewitt compound.
2: Well,
1: I guess that's that's fine if that's what people want to believe.
0: I always say when the world
2: ends, I'm going to Frank's house. Uh,
1: well, I do have a 50 cal up there
2: that I can...
0: <laughs> I would feel protected, and I'm pretty sure he has lots of food. So.
2: Yeah, and lots of rooms. So I'm, I do.
0: I'm coming to claim my stake in one
2: of your rooms, Frank. <laughs> that will be fine. And I'll say, scoot over, Kinsey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming in. <laughs> well, Frank, we um, obviously love having you on the podcast today, and we want to grill you about some questions about Rangeley and um, being here. So what is your favorite thing about Rangeley?
1: That it's small, the people are friendly, uh, everybody seems to know everybody, and if somebody has a problem, everyone jumps in to help out. I've mm-hmm. seen that so many different times. And makes me proud to say that I'm a re- resident of Rangeley. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> that, so when you when you first came here, what was Rangeley like then, Frank?
1: It was uh, a small town <laughs> like it is yeah. now. Uh, there was very few amenities, as there still is, which is one of the things. That probably what I dislike most anything is the lack of retail. Right. But, yeah. Uh, no, there was...
0: But that is growing somewhat.
1: That That is growing. When I first came here, uh, after 6 o'clock, you couldn't even buy gas. The oh. grocery store was closed at 6, so there there was nothing. Uh, always made sure I had a full tank of gas in my company truck at night in case I got called out in the middle of the night because there was no place to get fuel or food or anything. We had no convenience stores. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bars were pretty lively, usually. Uh <laughs> If you were looking for trouble, you could probably find some down there.
0: (laughs) So Ace High was around then?
1: Ace High was around. I remember the first day I arrived in town, I got a room up here at the Twin Arrow Motel, which is now where Ducey's parking lot is, and it was a dump. But I went down to the Ace High to have a beer, and I got to visiting with Nadine and her husband Bubba, who were the owners and she was kind enough after about an hour and found out maybe that i wasn't a total trash hound (laughs) that she had that little place that i could rent and so i did that but i left the bar that night uh, i don't know eight o'clock or so and it wasn't about an hour later and there was a shooting and bubba wound up shooting a hole in the ceiling (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) so
2: it was It was a lively little place. (laughs) And then there was the Cowboy Corral.
1: The Cowboy Corral was there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The headquarters bar, which is called the Pub now, I believe. Mm -hmm. It was there. And uh, down where the Mexican restaurant is, that was uh, a restaurant. I believe those, well, the the bar next door here, Mm -hmm. it, it served food and mm-hmm. they had a pretty good meal. Okay. And they actually had an entrance coming in the back way, so if you wanted to go with your family, you didn't have to go through the bar and take your kids and and that was pretty nice for a while, yeah. but it was much more primitive. Uh mm-hmm. we didn't have the new school at that time. Right. But it was still it was a, it was a good place to live. I love it. And still is.
2: So you were around when the new school was built, correct? Yes, ma'am. Awesome. So how was that? What was What were your thoughts when it was being built?
1: Well, at that time, we didn't have any children, so it really wasn't a big deal to Mm -hmm. me. And I was so busy working all the time, but uh, I thought it was a a great asset to the community. Mm -hmm. And the old park view was up there beside where the rec center is down, that was the grade school. And the new, or the middle school, which is our grade school now, I believe, Mm -hmm. it was not there at the time either.
0: Know that. So, Frank, were you around? Was the rec center already here? Yes, you...
1: yes, it was. And I think it had been open like a year when I got here, which I couldn't believe having uh, a facility like that in a little community like this. But it, it was pretty cool to have a place to go. And the golf course was not open yet. That was built in 83 or 84, I believe, mm-hmm. is when that opened.
0: So... The rec center um, obviously is in charge of taking care of the golf the golf course. But I want to go back to the rec center. When I came here, I moved from the Front Range to the Denver area about three or four years ago. And I cannot believe that we have that rec center here in mm-hmm. this little town. I mean, they have a junior-size Olympic pool. They have a new weight room. Mm-hmm. They have um, – Water slide. Water slide. Cardio room,
1: uh, the game room upstairs, racquetball courts. uh, And I I was on that board for 10 years, and so it's always been kind of near and dear to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, The summer programs has kind of dwindled a lot because our young kids today just don't seem to be as interested in – the baseball and soccer and stuff as much as it was back then and mackenzie's dad who uh, i was on the board when we hired him i was waiting for you
2: to mention (laughs) that frank
1: i guess i'm somewhat responsible for mackenzie being here
2: yeah that is true
1: (laughs) but uh no the rec the rec center is a great asset i wish we could get more young kids involved in the summer programs when my boys were young we had a travel baseball team we had a league the boys traveled Mm -hmm. and played baseball around the country the vernal area grand junction area we'd go to meeker uh i remember nightly softball leagues i believe when i was first here there were softball leagues five nights a week Mm
0: -hmm. was that for adults or just for adults adults, that was adults
1: there was men's slow pitch fast pitch uh I think ladies softball. I'm not positive on that. They had co-rec, mm-hmm. so yeah, there was there was a lot of activity. And That's the a,
2: adult volleyball was huge too. Yes, it
1: was, and uh, adult basketball in the winter time. Oh yeah, I played that quite a bit.
0: <laughs> where where were those games held?
1: We were most of them were at the uh, middle school gym, and I w- would be a little too physical i guess
0: sometimes
1: conrad would put me in the penalty box on occasion
0: <laughs> i love it so frank you you came here and you worked in the oil field right yes ma'am so um and then you went on to own your own company yes i did I, so you want to talk about that a little
1: Well, I went to work when I first got here. All I knew about the oil industry is oil came in a quart can and gas came from a pump. (laughs) And I started out working floors on a rig and worked my way up and got a driller's job and then a tool pusher, which is a supervisor. And I did that for a few years, and then I went to a different division of the NL industry company I was working for. NL Acme tool and was a fishing tool supervisor so I supervised the operation of recovering stuck pipe or lost pipe out of the wells and did that for a few years for the big corporations and I kind of figured out how much money they were making so (laughs) Chevron was my number one customer and I went to them and talked to them and asked them if I started my own business if they would use me and they said as long as I was out there that'd be fine so I went to the bank and got a small Small signature loan. Small loan
2: of a million dollars? Well, I'll be honest.
1: I started with a $150,000 signature loan. I started by business. And then that was in 1994 and I sold to a Wall Street company in 2008 and Paid off your loan. I <laughs> did manage to pay off my loan and have just a little <laughs> bit left over just a to go over on a hunting trip here or there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and on <no>, no, a helicopter. <laughs> Let's talk about the helicopter, Frank, oh, and Frank, how uh, to
0: do <laughs> we just got on the helicopter. Ride.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, aviation was always one of my, uh, one of the things I always wanted to do was fly. Mm-hmm. And I almost re enlisted in the Army to go to Warren Officer Flight School to be a helicopter pilot. And that didn't work out. But anyway, after we were a little bit successful in business, I did buy a airplane. I bought a Cessna 182 and got my pilot's license, and I flew all over the country.
2: The one thing I, I love about Frank is he's just, he has his hands in everything, <laughs> yes. no matter what it is. So <laughs> did you get
0: a pilot license at I, CNCC? I did. I,
1: I did get it through CNCC. Uh, I started in the summer program flying with one of their junior instructors and got to meet one of their senior instructors, Jimmy Page, who was a super great guy. He has passed on now, but he taught me a lot about flying and surviving in an airplane and his expertise kept me alive a couple of times when I did some I'll just say dumbass things but. Then I wound up buying a helicopter. I bought me a new, a brand-new Robinson R-44 Raven 2. Flew it away from the factory in California with a flight instructor. Learned to fly that, and it was it was a kick in the butt. It was, it was a fun tool. Uh, probably one of the funniest things I ever did is I landed the cul-de-sac up at my house. Pulled <laughs> it up Mesa. in the driveway and washed it. My wife was very unhappy with me. but. <laughs> But that's happened on more than one occasion with her being unhappy with some oh, of my well. decisions.
2: <laughs> one thing I love about Frank, and like I said, you've been involved in just about everything. You were the mayor of Rangeley for and some time, 24.
0: too. Yeah, I was
1: I was on council for eight years, and then I was mayor for four years.
0: So what was it like being mayor, Frank? You know, it
1: was interesting, and I enjoyed it. Uh, I probably made some enemies. I think I made some people happy, Uh one thing I've always found is it doesn't matter. Any type of leadership position, you have to take a stand, do what you feel is right, and stand up to it. Get off the fence one way or the other. Uh, you can't make everybody happy. Just follow your gut and do what you think is right and live with your decision.
0: Right, and that's politics mm-hmm.
1: in a nutshell. And politics. And unfortunately, and I hope there's some politicians in D.C. listening to this, <laughs> if they would pull their head out of their four-point of contact and do the right thing instead of uh worrying about where their next vote's gonna come from.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Frank, maybe we need to send they you to Washington.
2: So <laughs> okay, Frank, what advice would you give a young person wanting to get involved in politics?
0: I think she said, Frank, what <laughs> advice would you give a young person wanting to get in politics? Not going asking for Frank. <laughs> There it is, folks. Frank's advice.
1: Yeah, you told me to be myself.
0: That <laughs>
2: and I love it, Frank, and I think it's hilarious. So.
1: I, uh, be honest. Okay. And and do what you think is right. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be in politics, do what is right for the people, mm-hmm. not, not yourself. Not yourself, yeah. Exactly. You are supposed to be a representative of the people. That's what you're elected for. And look out for what is best. Amen. Right.
2: Love there. it. We should quote that. Put it on a hat or something like that. Yeah. Frank sell Hewitt. them around 10. <laughs> <laughs> per probably frank cute probably can make a good good bit of money selling
0: those we should send frank to washington <laughs> i
2: agree with that when do you want to go frank well
1: i've never really well i have been to dc just flying in and out of dallas but uh, you've never been to dc one time when i was headed to africa mm-hmm. we, were, we flew through dallas all the time mm-hmm. and we took a cab but we had like a five or six hour layover we just got a cab and we just to D.C., but no, I have never been to the Capitol. You or, need to go. I don't know that I do.
2: <laughs> I, you do. D.C. is There's my favorite place. There's some good history there. There, yeah. I
0: mean,
1: there really. is a lot of history, and, and you're right about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you guys know I'm just a simple country guy, yeah. and I don't fit in in the urban environment real well sometimes. Neither
2: but. do I. <laughs> That's why we're in <laughs> Yeah.
0: Exactly. So, so when did you uh, sell your helicopter and your planes, Frank?
1: I sold my helicopter, I don't know, it's probably been eight years ago or so, and sold my plane about three years later. I just wasn't flying much, and uh, so I did. I got rid of it. And you ever moved. think of buying them again? I probably would never buy another helicopter. Uh, I think those things will try to kill you from the time you fire it up to you shut it off. But, yeah. but they are, they're, they're a fun piece of equipment but you better have your a game on all the time mm-hmm. because you have no time to recover if you're at low altitude and something happens you've only got a few seconds to configure your rotor speed to mm-hmm. get it uh in the position where you might do a, a run-on landing or something but uh a plane i don't know i it would be fun to have a, a plane again but uh and I think I could still pass a flight physical. I bet you
0: could, right? <laughs> That's so, you're, too. You're putting in all those fence posts. I'm pretty sure you can. You could build a
2: runway and fly a plane in and out of the cabin. Out of the cabin, yeah. Right. And then buy some land right by the Hewitt compound and just have the <laughs> an airport right there. You know build there a hangar off your house.
1: You know, there used to be an airstrip up there.
2: Really? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, me neither. I,
1: I think that was for the college. And I'm not positive about mm-hmm. that, but I don't. There was a strip up there i believe before the the airport was built out here wow i didn't know that you one. would have to talk to some of the old old timers to find out the details on that mm-hmm. but yes there was wow. up there right about where my house is nice. across her
0: so we uh yesterday we went down to the flight school mm-hmm. and they took us on a flight just a short flight around, around rangeley we got some great pictures some great video and it was. It was awesome. It was beautiful. It is. It,
1: it's. It's neat and it's beautiful to fly. And that was another thing about the helicopter that was so neat that you could fly around slow. Uh, I remember taking the doors off and Grace and I flying around. The golf course, real low, and she was taking pictures. They were wanting to do a new scorecard, and Mm -hmm. so we were taking pictures that they could use. Mm -hmm. So I had to land out on six Fairway and get out and take some pictures of my (laughs) helicopter sitting on the fairway.
2: (laughs) Well, of
0: course. (laughs) Well, I just want to throw a quick shout-out to Grace. Yeah.
1: She's a sweetheart. She's She's an
0: angel.
2: (laughs) She's put
1: up with my nonsense for 44 years now.
0: I absolutely love how you two kind of banter back and forth, mm-hmm. and both of you have these little wisecracks. <laughs> well, she had to awesome. learn that
1: to to survive with me. Yeah. She makes me laugh. Yeah. But I love her dearly, and.
0: Uh, but I'm pretty sure she loves you. And uh, your son Ryan is great. If I great. had to
1: do over, I'd do the same thing again. <laughs>
0: I gotta give a quick shout out
2: to Ryan because we Ryan love Ryan is the best. So he's so fun. Don't tell him that; his head will swell <laughs> up.
0: So, so sometimes we call Ryan ask him for a favor, and he'll say, "What do you two want?"
2: <laughs>
0: I think he might have mentioned that to me. <laughs>
2: he's like, "You guys are up to something. What are you guys up to?" We
0: am not up to anything, Ryan. Just Need your help, Ryan.
1: <laughs> he's a good young man, and
0: he is a very good he's young man. He's pretty talented.
1: Mm-hmm. If I could just get him to do a little more taxidermy work yeah, for we'll me. Throw
0: that out there for Ryan because i
1: seem to go to the back of the bus on
0: <laughs> still waiting getting, for some of it yeah
1: i'm waiting on a bunch of it
2: <laughs> you know frank i still have not had a tour of your animal the museum. Trophy room? i've never been in it
1: that's your own fault
0: uh, i, don't I think have. think it is you have My had an open invitation in town, and she is begging me to bring her over and i said well frank's been out at his new cabin
1: Yes, but uh, after this, let's get together, and I will be in town for a day or so this week, and maybe deal.
2: We could take Baylor. Exactly. I'll come with her.
1: Okay, that sounds great.
2: Deal. Deal. I love it. So um, you served. I did. And what branch did you serve in? I
1: was U.S. Army from July the twenty fifth, seventy two, until September the twenty third, seventy six. Wow. I went through basic training at Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. Went to Fort Carson Colorado for my AIT infantry AIT training Uh, The 4th Infantry Division just come back from Vietnam and they had been pretty shot up They were trying to rebuild the division. So we instead of going through an actual AIT training program company, we were assigned to a permanent party company and the NCOs and officers gave us our AIT training Uh, probably wasn't as good as if we would have been an AIT company because a lot of the NCOs were short timers coming back from Vietnam and all they were waiting for was ETS out of the Army. So, but I stayed there for a year and a half and then I went to Panama Canal Zone and spent about 28 months down there. And I was infantry company and then went into a recon platoon, worked with a six man team. I was a squad leader and I can say something this will really take grace off, but <laughs> I I have walked from the Pacific to the Atlantic Ocean twice. <laughs> it's 47 and a half miles across the Estesma's <laughs> <down there. laughs> We did it once in, uh, we did a battalion, force march, and did it in 22 and a half hours. Wow. And the other time, I can say that I led a patrol from the Pacific Ocean to the Atlantic Ocean. With yeah. I had a special forces advisor with me, and uh, it was a 10-day mission out in the jungle. Mm-hmm. And... I won't say it was all fun, but looking back, it was pretty neat. only mm-hmm. time I've had Budweiser dropped out of a helicopter to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. That must be why you like helicopters so
1: much. Oh, I've always loved <laughs> helicopters. Repelling out of them, flying mm-hmm. in them.
2: Well, thank you for your service, Frank. We appreciate it. Well, that.
1: thank you.
0: Yeah. And our community um, loves veterans. So. Well, I know. You and are f- beloved in Rangeley.
1: We, you mm-hmm. know, Ryan and I... We do the Freedom March every year Mm -hmm. to show support for our veterans, for our uh, first responders, and our law enforcement, because we do appreciate it.
0: Mm -hmm. And you know what impressed me so much this year with the Freedom March was a huge rainstorm Mm -hmm. came right before the march, but it was packed. We still had a good turnout. Mm -hmm. You had a good turnout, and the people of Rangeley, if it involves veterans and first responders, Mm -hmm. they're they're there. It does.
1: And on that note, I've still got some macaroni salad in my fridge if you, were, you guys would like some. I'm
0: okay, I'm good. <laughs> Sounds delicious. <laughs> um, but. Yep. So, Frank, um, if you can look back on your time in Rangeley, what was the best times you had in Rangeley? Are they now? Are they.
1: You know, I I think I've had good times my entire life. Ever, I've learned living in different areas, you can be happy wherever you're at or you can be miserable, it's, mm-hmm. it's all up to you. And always try to find the good in everything. And, no, I, and I, I get aggravated and disgusted with things also, but generally speaking, I've enjoyed all my time here.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a great it. place. It is. So um, to your, back to your hunting, what was your favorite hunting trip?
1: you know that's a pretty loaded question because I've, <laughs> I've had a few <laughs> okay you know i've hunted every continent except antarctica and there's nothing there to hunt polar bear no polar bears i've hunted them up north and oh, well. uh up on the arctic ocean mm. but a penguin or a seal and if i saw a penguin i want to bring it home as a pet not right. it.
2: <laughs> what about a seal oh
1: I may have shot a seal or two up (laughs) north. (laughs) Uh, But I have hunted polar bear up in the Northwest Territory, as far north as you can go. A little Indian village called Tukti Yaktuk. Okay. And we were out on the Arctic Ocean, and I did manage to harvest a polar bear. I've killed all the different bears of North America.
0: Wow. That's cool, Frank. Africa
1: and New Zealand are probably two of my favorite places to hunt.
0: Okay. What do you hunt in New Zealand? I, mean,
1: I hunted red stag, tar, chamois, fallow deer, sika deer, rusa deer.
2: So, out of all of that, what's your favorite meat to eat?
1: Probably wild meat, either elk or common eland, okay. out of South Africa. The eland is basically, I think, just like an overgrown cow.
2: Mm, okay. But I've eaten
1: a lot of wild game. That is one thing we take pride in. Is we don't get to bring a lot of the meat home with mm-hmm. us, but it goes to the local native tribe mm-hmm. and uh, people. So it provides protein for them.
2: So you've hunt- hunted a lion before? Yeah, I've, uh, I've
1: shot a couple of lions.
2: That's crazy.
1: You'll get to see them when you come up to the trophy room. Ah! I've got two lives, well actually there's five of them. You have uh, a pride, right? Yeah, I've got a pride of four in a big trophy room and then a male at my house.
2: Do you have an elephant?
1: Yes, I, I did not shoot an elephant. I oh. was with Ryan when he d- did shoot it. Uh, mm-hmm. It was very close. I think it was 17 steps. Mm-hmm. And was that scary? I, I don't know that it was scary. Uh, it was it was a tough hunt. Mm-hmm. We had tracked that elephant that morning from about seven till about one thirty that afternoon. Holy cow! And finally got on him, but. Uh, he was an old, old, mature bull. they mm-hmm. guess about 50 years old. He'd been kicked out of the herd. Wow. So, and that's the kind of animal you want to harvest anyway. Mm-hmm. The ones who are pasture reproduction. Mm-hmm. And they they still provide, I don't know how to say it. I won't say a service. But, you know, there's still something there mm-hmm. for them.
2: Right. And giraffe.
1: I did not shoot a giraffe, Ryan did. Okay. That is the, probably the only animal in Africa that I had no desire to shoot. To Aww. me, they're too much like a big pet. I didn't even Aww. not go with Ryan when he <laughs> shot it. And it's in my trophy room also. Wow. But it was, a, again, it was an old mature bull. They mm-hmm. guessed about 18 to 20 years old.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so he was past his prime also.
2: So can I touch it when I come up there? Yes, you can. <sighs> So excited.
0: <laughs> so, we need to get on that. We do. yeah. <laughs> and go up there and take Baylor, little mm-hmm. B. I know. Little
1: yes. She'll uh, ask you a million
0: questions.
1: We've had uh, groups from the college, uh, mm-hmm. high, the school district, mm-hmm. uh, for a few years. Uh, the second grade, that was kind of an annual event, and they didn't come this last year. I don't know why, but all the little kids uh, really seemed to enjoy it. We'd love to share it. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, gives,
0: most of these kids probably will never see some no, of these No, most
1: people will never get to see a lot of the stuff that I have in there. Mm-hmm. And I love to share the stories and where they're from and that. I remember one time when the second grader was there, and I asked when they were getting ready to leave if any of them had any questions. One of the little boys came up and said, Sir, can I take one of them home with me? <laughs> I, I said, well, I better not let you do that. If, you, if I did, everybody would want one. So. Then there
2: wouldn't be a place to go. So I bring this up every podcast, Frank. The stoplight in Rangeley. I want it back. I don't.
0: <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. So if she gets a petition to bring it back, we won't sign it.
1: I won't sign it, no.
0: <laughs> Dang it, Frank. Would you hate me if I did no, bring I it back? No, I,
1: I, I won't hate you, but...
2: I'll
0: very much dislike you.
1: (laughs) I think we are only one of... I'm wanting to say two counties in the United States that do not have a a stoplight.
2: Okay. Wow.
1: And there's not one in Rio Blanco County.
2: Well, there is one right there. Where? Look. (laughs) (laughs) But uh,
1: a full Mm stoplight, you know, a four-way stoplight, there's not one in Rio Blanco County. And I think I read this trivia question... Years ago, there was one somewhere in Virginia or West Virginia in a mm-hmm. county back there. But that could have changed, too. Right.
0: Well, Bud Striegel told us, we interviewed him, and he was on the podcast. And he said that uh, when the car museum was being built, that he wanted to put a roundabout out there because there's that huge section... He said I couldn't get anybody on board. No, I. He will. That's another one. <laughs> you don't want a roundabout. Right? I hate
1: roundabouts.
2: <laughs> I think we need something fun. For anybody, the back here. if you've
1: ever tried to pull a trailer through a roundabout.
0: Oh, I didn't it, think of that. That's true. It sucks. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe it's just because I'm a poor driver, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am too, so it's okay. <laughs> um, but. Do you have anything else, Gina? I think. Frank, is there anything you would like to say to the people of Rangeley?
1: Well, I just think it's a great place and mm-hmm. uh, to live. And I think most people are pretty conservative or on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. Uh, believe in working hard and taking care of yourself and don't depend on the government. I have always felt that way. I grew up extremely poor on a Little farm in Missouri. My dad would never take any handouts from the government, and I've always believed in that, and I still believe in that. And I believe in giving anybody a hand up but not a handout. Uh, somebody that is down and needs some help, let's help them, but don't make it a lifestyle. Right. And that's what is one of the main things that's wrong with our society today is so many people have a better suntan on the palm back of their hand than the back of their hand because it's always out looking for a handout.
0: Yep. I agree with that. Yeah. Like so, that. and real quick, you do enjoy all of the public lands around Rangeland. Oh, I do. Tell us about that before mm-hmm. we.
1: Well, uh, the public lands, it's so great. You can ride an ATV right out of your house mm-hmm. and go for miles and probably never see anybody. If you like the hunting, uh, there's fishing around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just so many opportunities for everybody to use the public land. And I, I really enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I think it's a great asset to Me our community. Yep. Especially, I mean, I love that the kids can ride their their ATVs, their yeah, LHVs exactly. around town. I even see golf <laughs> carts going yeah. around on some of the streets, the little kids in them. Yep. So it's just a great place to be. It
1: is out of the ordinary or whatever that little thing. Way outside of ordinary. Way yeah. of ordinary. Yeah. But it is, it's a neat place, and uh, it grows on you.
2: hmm Most definitely. Uh,
1: when... A lot of people, when they first come here, they can't wait to leave. But if they stay a couple of years, usually most of them will find some good in it.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I've been here three or four years. I'd have to go back and look at it, but we love it here. This is where we call them. Yeah, you and James
1: fit right in.
0: Mm -hmm. And we're just happy to be here and... We're yeah. blessed to have Jeannie. <laughs> yes, we will,
1: And I will agree 100% with that. Jeannie yeah. uh, and James are both great assets to the community. Absolutely.
0: Uh, well, we love Rangeley, yeah. so thank you for being here, Jeannie. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, Frank, anything else you want to add?
1: Oh, not really. Uh,
0: <laughs> you Now's your moment, Frank. It's not your time to shine.
1: <laughs> you guys were the interrogators.
0: <laughs> well, we really appreciate you being here, Frank, and yep. taking the time to talk about Rangeley and what you've seen through the years. Mm-hmm.
1: And Yeah, it's, it, it's a pretty neat little town. Mm-hmm. The, like I say, probably what I dislike about it most of all is having to travel for most retail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very limited.
0: Yeah, what about 45, 50 minutes to yeah, Vernal? Yeah,
1: to, to Vernal and uh, either that or Grand Junction. I would, mm-hmm. I kind of just like to pop over to Vernal. It's got about anything you, you might need if you can't find it here. Yep,
0: I agree. Me too.
1: But the pass, if CDOT would improve that road between here and Grand Junction, it It'd would be so much better. Yes, well, they're it about would. to start working on it. They are doing some work on it now, but I think, I think it is still not considered a primary highway it's a secondary and so it falls to the bottom of the food chain i think a lot of times but it will beat you to death and you know i do have some sports cars and it's, it's <laughs>
2: <Just a few. laughs>
0: real quick are you going to be in the september fest parade
1: as far as i know i will i'll have promise as as far as i know i don't frank I, we, what the
0: heck
2: you have to the, be in our parade the viper
1: club is having a a, a get-together up at Striegel's cabin mm-hmm. that weekend but i will probably come home on sunday night so i can put one or two of my cars in a parade
0: yes
2: deal okay.
1: and then i'll have them in the car show it wouldn't also.
0: be the september fest parade without frank right
1: Leaving a little rubber on Main Street. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there you go. There we go. Frank and his viper. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Frank.
2: Thanks for coming and being on our podcast. Today. We love you, Frank. Mm-hmm. Your well, family's awesome. Mm-hmm. And
1: thank you. Uh, and <laughs> I hope I didn't lower your standards too much. You didn't at
2: all. Blew it out of the it water. It was great. So, sorry. Well, you
1: guys have a great day, and I'm gonna
2: we will. go to work. Yep. All and right. until next time, be a, be a good, good human. human. Bye, everybody. <laughs> thank you. Bye.